Good evening, folks. It's Marcus Allen. It is Thursday, April 21st, 2022 at 8.36 in the p.m. Here in Lancaster County, a cold and blustery, still waiting for global warming to kick in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. And I am simulcasting live with Tim from Fakeologist at fakeologist.com and fakegotube.com. And we also have two guests. We're trying out a new format tonight. And I'm calling it the Super Show. So I've invited two guests that I admire and Tim admires from Fakeologist, the Fakeologist Show, and that is Frank. What we uh, we passionately call Frank the Salt Guy. He's from Geelong, Australia. Hello, Frank. Hello, everybody. And we have Tiago from I don't know where, somewhere in the north of Canada. Where specifically are you from, Tiago? Uh, Nova Scotia, Canada. No, I'm looking on my map. So if I'm looking at Ottawa and Montreal, where are you in relation to that? You got to go all the way to the East Coast. I'm on Cape Breton Island, Sydney, Nova Scotia, Canada. So are so is Maine above you? Uh, I'm above Maine. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to talk about that one. Time. And Maine should have been part of Canada, by the way. It doesn't make sense. That uh, it makes no part sense. Of the United States. Mm. So the idea behind us is that we we skip the fluff, get right to the stuff, and I have all kinds of articles and videos, and I'm sharing my screen, and uh, of course mine will be recorded. So if you want to see the recording, uh, tonight you can search for the name of the show is, Is This the Mark of the Beast That's Coming in Just Two Months? If you go to fakeologist.com or fakeo2.com and search for today's date, 4-21-22, I have no idea what Tim's going to call this. It'll probably have my name in it. So let's get right to it. Um, I have to share my screen. So I'm going to share my screen. And of course, I have Remind to. Go this ahead. is show FAK521. So the idea behind it. Sorry about that. That was fake. It was supposed to be muted when I logged in. So sorry about that. I'm just bringing up my own chat. That's right. I'm trying to figure out how to share my. Okay, here we go. Five, boom. But anyway, it's FAK521, Super Show with Marcus. Okay, so are you able to see my screen? Oh, you know, it won't, it won't let me do it. Oh, you're on that, that machine that doesn't let you share through Restream? Yeah. Good thing we checked that out early, huh? <laughs> all right, so here's what I'll do. I will... Make me do all the work. Yep. Um, oh, this is that sucks. a bug or a feature with your Apple browser? Uh, that is definitely not a good, that's not a good feature. I can tell you that. Yeah. When I go to hit entire screen. By the way, Jeff Berwick played a pretty good thing on Steve Jobs on how he was just a, um, elite shill. Actually, mm. I clipped that. I meant to upload that. Do you want to play it? Just, um, I haven't uploaded it yet. I what I do, I've been clipping a lot of stuff, and then I forget to upload it. So it's on my phone. Mm -hmm. But essentially, what he's saying is the billionaire class—they always bring in some new tech blood guy to take their flack mm. and to do their bidding. And Steve Jobs was one of them. Jeff Bezos. Now, of course, we've got um, Elon Musk. These guys represent the elite families, and they just bring out all the things that the elite people are behind, and they claim, and they make people think that these guys have all the money that make all the companies. But 
these guys have nothing to do with most of the companies. They just, they're just pretty faces that, I guess they're just marketing managers, really. I guess that's the best way. Just like True Dope, our crime sinister is the marketing relationship manager for Canada. That's what he is. Did you hear he admitted today he can't do math because he has numerological dysphoria or he has numerological dyslexia? So he said, I can't even yeah. add 13 plus 14. Like, <laughs> that, <clip> was all, <laughs> that was unbelievable. Does he, get his, does he get his mother to tie his shoelaces when he goes to work too? I mean, come on. Probably. Just bring in Klaus Schwab now. Just bring him in. He's been in. I just no, just pl just plop him in the royal chair in Ottawa. Just put him there. Forget this telecommuting. Just get 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 Justine to polish his boots. I sent you a link to oh, one of the articles I wanted everyone to take a look at. If you can pop okay. that open on your I'm site, I'm gonna pop it in. Or I was just riffing and covering three years. Thank you very uh, much. I appreciate that. Ability we'll to, have to uh, we'll have to fix that for the next super show, which is a stinker show right now. But that's okay. it'll be more. It'll be more super. It will be more super. I guarantee that. Okay. Yes. Does okay. That make everyone see that. Yeah. So it says Canada is a partner in the WEF's program to bring digital ID to travel. If you scroll down, it says the government of Canada, Air Canada, and two major Canadian airports have partnered with the World Economic Forum on a digital ID project that could see a social credit-like system be required for traveling, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I was going to show two more videos. I only have one loaded up, which I can send to Tim. So let me By the it. way, that's a marketing faux pas. How's that? Calling it the digital ID pilot program? When the only thing we hear about pilots in the media these days is them dropping dead. <laughs> well, I think I they're trying to turn that into a pun with the pilot program. Get it? I would have never put the word pilot in there. I know what pilot means, but come on. The pilots are having heart attacks as soon as they're, when they're about to land. There's a shortage of pilots. <laughs> pilot, pilot, pilot. It's all negativity when it comes to the word pilot. Did you see the 2021 figures that... In 2019, one had died. In 2025, have died, and in 2021, 101 had died. Mm, I did not see that. Is that worldwide? I think it was just in the USA. Well, Frank, I think you know how to fly a plane, so you should I just say, "I'd like to fly on your flight and go standby." <laughs> and hey, uh, but I will sit in the jump seat. And, and, and do one of those movie shows where they grab some old fat guy out and he mm -hmm. and they, no. they coach him down. Yeah, <laughs> just tell me what autopilot button to press one, two, I, three, or four. Yeah, I must admit, I assumed that most of those planes are all just guided down by wire now. Yeah, but you might have to pull up on the stick at the last minute. Think? I think you might. I've got no idea. Now's a good time to plug your website. <laughs> how to take care of your penis.com that website and i will put that in the show notes so if you go to again if you're listening live right now you just type that in if you're listening to the recording i'll i'll have the exact spelling for that so you can get right to it because i misspelled it and i got a page not found yeah that's p-e-n-i-s because i'm sure most men can't spell that well some will probably put not spelled and just to bore people with why I chose that name was simply because 
if if it, it was how to take care of your arm or how to take care of your leg, no mm -hmm. one would bat an eyelid. But no. for some reason, penis is just a word that just sends people into a tailspin, isn't it? I'd rather you put phallus. <laughs> <laughs> how do you spell that, Tim? Is that a fallacy? Mm. Yeah. So, Tim, I sent you another link. Okay. And if you can play that, we just need to hear the noise. audio part. We can both hear that. Okay, I'll but, play it for But Frank and Tiago and Tim, there's a pattern that I was looking to see if you notice with that article and with what we're about to play here. It's only a minute and 40 seconds. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to make people aware. I know Tiago will know this, and I would like Frank's input on this. I don't know if Marcus is completely aware of this. But Canada and maybe Australia are the only countries where the uninjected cannot get on a plane or a train. Period. So that's 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 a that is a, um, a view put forward by the government, if you like. But but it's not a it's not a thing they can enforce in practicality. If okay. you understand how the legal system works, okay. But so, in fact, in not... my case, for example, I have a letter from the prime minister telling me that vaccinations are not compulsory, and then the legal system, you know, if if, if worked properly, can um, you know they, they can't actually stop me from leaving or entering the country. They have no. I know, but how are you going to get on a plane to fly to Sydney from Geelong? Will that letter work? with the $15 an hour ticket taker at the counter? Well, I'm about to find out. In May, mid-May, I've got to fly to Brisbane. So my, I'll be writing to the airline to find out what's going on there and explaining to them, um, you know, what the situation is and see how that goes. Okay, Marcus, were you aware of that fact? No. Okay. Repeat that again. What? What exactly is it? If you don't have the vaccine, you cannot get on a plane or a train in Canada. Right. Yeah, I, I kind of didn't know that. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Which that, to me, dovetails with this article about this pilot program, this pilot digital ID project. I think, I, I bet you money we won't be able to get on a plane or train until this thing is working. Well, that's that's why you yeah. should play that vi that video I just sent you. That's that's just my guess. I know there's a ton of pressure, and of course, you guys had that uh, cute judge in Florida just overturn the CDC saying that they don't have any authority. Of course, we all know they didn't have any authority to issue a mandate to impress upon airlines to have masks on planes. So they, we saw all the celebrations in the air. And by the way, somebody said that was actually a dumb idea to tell the people in midair that they could take off their masks. Yeah, that 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 was me who said that. You said that. Can I play a video real quick to that effect? Sure. This is a great. This is a great um, uh, freedom tunes. I actually send this guy a dollar a month because I think he's fantastic. <laughs> what if he sucked? What well, would you give him? Ten cents. About the cabin. I'd pay him nothing. You're a virus! <laughs> <laughs> no! 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 no, no. no. 
no, no, no. I'm going to keep my mask off in between bites of food. No! Don't worry, sweetie. You can breathe now. I can breathe. Ah! Ah, safe at last. Yes, darling? Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna go and get my I'll have one as well. Okay. The guy um, stings the <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. What do you think of the mask mandates being lifted? Let me know in the comments. What did you guys think of that? Is that funny or what? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks to the for all those that are hard of hearing or hard of thinking. The guy was wearing a mask. He was told he could take off the mask. Everyone took off their mask except him. So he went, oh, Frank, you're making a lot of noise. And so he took off his mask, jumped out the emergency exit. And then, of course, when that happens, all the masks for oxygen come down and everyone's back wearing a mask. Oh, I, okay. I got it. I thought that was funny. Mm hmm. Marcus, you're obviously not in the hard of hearing category, so we'll have to score points for the other side there. Thank you very much. The uh, the uh, Justice Justice Institute in Alberta, uh, Canada, mm -hmm. they uh, put forth a uh, lawsuit against the federal government uh, against these vaccine mandates, getting on planes and trains. So that I was actually reading it uh, two days ago, and mm -hmm. it's uh, right now they're interviewing expert witnesses, and the actual case will not be decided upon until September. Yeah, well, that yeah, th th they'll push that out until the end of time before it gets in front of anyone who cares. Yeah, but really, what they are doing—the only thing that you can do—and I do listen to the Kevin J. Johnson show. Sorry, Marcus, to hijack this uh, piece. Maybe I'll just uh, play this. I'm no, sorry. No, go ahead. Hijack. Well, what I was going to say is the um, the only thing that you can do is all these laws they're bringing into Canada, they're all against our Constitution or the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Every one of them. And that's the only way you can fight them is to bring a constitutional challenge to all these laws. So now we have a new law in Ontario which says that the government can take your truck and take your house if you are contravening uh, if you're protesting in a way that interferes with commerce by blocking roads and there's no hearings, there's no judges, they just take it. That's it. I, th I think there might be, uh, so it's slightly different. It's likely that the laws in Canada are not enacted properly constitutionally mm -hmm. or with the thing of the Queen. So there are two things that occur. If you the the assumption here at the moment is is when they write these documents down, write these laws, that that um, that stops you. There's nothing stopping you doing anything. Then they have to actually prosecute you. Yeah, I know. But first, so, they've already said now they because they were sort of stifled with the trucks parking, and the, by the way, the trucks were never blocking every lane. There was always a passable lane mm -hmm. on the bridges everywhere. So they weren't. It wasn't a blockade. It was a constriction. Right. But now they just passed a law on Terrible where they wanted to make a law that they could that they could use just to go and pick up the trucks and throw them in jail, and they would take their licenses, the driver license, the operating authority, everything. So it's enough of a disincentive for most people because there was no law specifically to tow them off the road. 
That was the problem. So that's why they brought the Emergencies Act, where that was a huge intimidation thing. And then they paid tow truck drivers from far away from Ottawa, where nobody would know them, $800 an hour to go from wherever they are in Canada, go get the trucks, tow them away, put them in a nice hotel in the Chateau Laurier besides Parliament Hill. And uh, that's how they got the, that's how they found tow truck drivers. It, it's just, it was a market driven request. They just put the price up high enough to overcome the friction of uh, maybe getting trashed in the media or by your fellow trucker. Anyway, mm -hmm. let's play President von der Leyen COVID travel pass, which this is a video from April 21st today. Okay, before you play it, take a look at how many down votes compared to up votes. I just gave it another one. You're welcome. <laughs> by the way, I use a special plugin to show that because otherwise you would not see that. Right. And we're not going to ask if this is a man. That's another show. Before Easter, we promised yep. the Europeans that we oh, boy, she's really low. <laughs> so that they can gain back um, some normality when uh, planning for their uh, well-deserved summer holidays. So on Monday, the European Parliament and the European Council signed the regulation for the EU Digital COVID Certificate. It is applicable from the 1st of July on, but if you want to as a member state, you can sign up early voluntarily. And that's what Belgium did. Belgium allows, as of today, um, to uh, travel with a certificate. By the way, the European Union is in Belgium. How convenient. That's where their headquarters is, I believe. Is that correct? Brussels, Belgium? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how convenient. And I'm sure, by the way, the Ukraine is probably already on board as well. Thanks to Canada's $500 million. You're welcome. And, they, yeah. and here is mine. So everyone who is fully vaccinated or tested negative or has recovered from COVID can get one. And uh, we have right now 15 member states that have already signed up. And from the 1st of July, all 27 member states have to apply. These guys got all the money in the world and they can't mic an interview unless this guy somehow distorted the audio. Unbelievable. These EU digital certificates for the COVID. I am planning now to start my tour through 27 member states for the next generation EU, our um, recovering resilient plan. And I'm very curious to test and to see how this certificate will work. Thank you. <laughs> what a horrible sales job. Th that's true. So the third, the, the third thing I was going to show you was a video. I'll just explain it to you. It was from uh, DARPA called the SBIR Profusa Implantable Biochip. Mm -hmm. And it was a video that was on Godlike Productions, one of my favorite forums to go to. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how it would be so convenient just to wave your back of your hand and to pay for things. Right. So now because of technology, I was going to ask the panel here if they saw a pattern here. Clearly it's it's a digital ID going on here. But if they if they noticed, if they were really keen on the dates of the releases of this, but I'll just tell you because of the technology glitch, 
Just because it said that this was uploaded today doesn't mean it was uploaded today. That video you just saw right there was actually uploaded last year. Okay. And the article that I showed you, the first article, was from last year. Okay. And what I saw on Godlike Productions today was from last year. And what I've noticed is over the last four days, there's been a humongous push towards predictive programming, but it's all from last year. What do you guys make of that? Well, it's it's um, reminiscent of filming 9-11 a year before it happened or two years before it happened, isn't it? Mm. Nothing is left to chance. Because if you, you know, watch if you watch that video, she said he sh whatever that thing is said mm -hmm. it's coming July first, right? But that was last year. Okay. Have that you heard Have you heard of it being implemented last year, July first? No. Exactly. No, but I'm not in Europe. I don't know what the hell's going over. So there. that's what they're, I'm asking you guys who are closer to Europe. They're using a green pass in Italy. Yeah, Canada. it's not in Port. I know it's not in Portugal. Portugal, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't have it. But uh, yeah, it's just it, what they're doing. It, to me, what it sounds like they're doing is they're psychologically preparing everyone for the inevitable. What their, what their plans are, mm -hmm. right? So they'll come out, they'll talk about it. Uh, might not happen, might happen, but eventually they'll, you know, sneak it in quietly, um, little by little. And that's how, that's how these people do these things. I think uh, little by, it's always little by little. You know, little baby steps. Well, I think it's it's what you talk about Ab, about the boa constrictor approach. They mm -hmm. they loosen the coils, tighten the coils, loosen the coils, tighten the coils. Yes, right. It's, Three uh, steps forward, two steps back. Yeah. So they still made it. It's, they still it, went it's, forward it's one. All, all restrictions in Australia, or in where I live in Victoria, are now being uh, relaxed. I'm I'm going to karaoke tonight, for example. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, you know, everyone's saying, oh, well, that's the end of it. Of course, it's because there's an election coming hmm. at the end of May. Once that election's over, it's going to be a doubling down of what was on before because it will be flu season in Victoria. It's winter, coming into winter. And they're relaxing these conditions when the cases, you know, how they measure their cases are at an all-time high. And... Deaths with COVID are at an all-time high. So none of it makes sense. When we had the weird, the very tough restrictions last year, this time last year, there were no cases. There were no infections. There was nothing happening. Mm -hmm. So it's really... Um, it's it's the same here. It's the same, uh, you know, same stat uh, here in Nova Scotia where I am as well. Uh, you know, the deaths are up, the cases are up, the hospitalizations are up, the IC units are up. Um, yet we got, you know, all the restrictions have been lifted. I'm going to the bar on Saturday. So, um, you know, it, it's the same thing. You know, is it going to come back? Probably. Um, so, you know, we'll see what, we'll see what happens, but, uh, you know, this whole thing is in, in, in sync. It's, it looks like to me, uh, pretty much almost worldwide, you know, I don't, I don't know about too much in the United States especially certain States, but, uh, like Florida and South Dakota, but, uh, in Canada, it's, it's, it's in Australia and Europe and the European union. It's, it's de definitely, it feels like, 
you know, it's all one. <laughs> it's all like one plan they, they, they got going on here. Well, I can tell you in being in the middle, literally between Washington, New York City, Pittsburgh, I mean, this is really the hub of where a lot of activity is. We've been back to normal for a long time. Mm. However, uh, Philadelphia, and I talked about this yesterday on Tim's show, Philadelphia is the only major city where they're bringing back, in fact, it was yesterday, they're bringing back, the, or on Monday, actually, they're bringing back the mask mandate. Wow. Uh-huh. And uh, just before summer. Uh huh. Unreal. So what's interesting is I go to a place called Cross Keys, Pennsylvania, which is also now called Intercourse, Pennsylvania, and I go to a <laughs> cafe there. It's my favorite place to go to. Uh, and all the Hasidic Jews from New York, this is the week, Passover. They come down here. They take over the town. It's it's ha- happy Hanukkah time for them, and uh, they're all wearing masks. And all of the locals here don't wear masks. See, in Lancaster County, we don't wear masks. So it's a very bizarre situation. They're looking at us with that scared look. We're looking back at them because we're angry that they're wearing masks. It's it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. And Lancaster County, for all those who don't know, is a rural mm-hmm. county. Well, it also has a city. Yeah, but how big of a city is that? Uh, half a million people. Okay, so that's pretty big. Mm-hmm. And what are the Amish doing there, or the Amish, or whatever you call them? They they call us the English, which is a pejorative. That's their their nickname for us. And and they pull me aside, and they're like, "What the hell are you guys doing? They literally, they what are you doing with the mask?" <laughs> yeah. So they're not they're not wearing. wearing. So they they have never worn a mask since day one. There's a there's a few who are totally politically correct that go to 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 an English grocery store and wear the mask, but. For the vast majority of them, they don't take the vax, and they don't wear yes. a mask. Yeah, same here. Same here with them. How, how do I join that that place? How do I become one of them? Well, you can join Exclave Private Towns at EscapeTheNewNormal.com because that's where we're opening in Lancaster County, right next to them. I I moved here 21 years ago because I knew this was coming. Will I get to ride a horse? For you, of Frank, of course, yes. Of course, of course <laughs> you can have a horse. We'll even put a name on, and, nameplate and on it. Is, is, Mr. Reed. Mr. Reed. If, if you have a falling out with Marcus and escape the new normal, you can just hop the fence and join the Amish. Yeah. Actually, you can't. Well, that's, a, that's not Actually, that's not true. They will not allow you to go to their schools or anything. They'll take your money. You yeah. can buy their milk and their meat and vegetables, but they will not let you join their schools. It's very tough to get into. Yeah. Wow. Can I, can I just... Um, ask a, a general question because i failed this question today and it is related to the amish mm-hmm. and uh, the question is what is the difference between a bull and an ox i was gonna say this sounds like a joke no <laughs> everyone here know because i didn't nope. know and this guy who asked his wife he thought she he called her stupid his own wife and uh then he asked me and i said well i sort of know but i don't know so what i <laughs> I got it wrong. Here's I forget the first part of the animal. I heard the ox. What is the difference between a bull and an ox? I, I don't. I do not know. Are you stalling just so you can look it up? No, I I, I would tell you if I, I did. I'm I'm going to look it up. Okay, before you, before you, just, you look it you up, just talk amongst yourselves without looking it up, so be, nobody knows. Before no, you look no. it up, let me remind people who what, are what? live on on listening right now. If you have questions for Frank, if you got questions for Tim, if you got questions for Tiago, maybe you got mm-hmm. a question for me. 
put it in the chat. And at the end of this, in about 25 minutes, we'll read them really quick. Before I look it up, I'm guessing is that um, cattle are about meat and... You get a little closer to the mic, Frank. I don't want to miss a salty word of yours. My guess, my guess is that oxen are there for mostly draft animals and mm -hmm. cattle are for meat and milk. Mm. Okay. That's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that may be right, but that's not the difference. So okay, now we yeah, have to uh, now we have to look it up. What's that? You oh, so you up? know the answer. I don't need to look. I it know up. the answer because he excoriated me for it. Let's if you hear don't it. Know what I have no idea. I thought a bull was a male, and then the ox was a pregnant female. No, that would be um, that would be a um. Oh come on! Anyway, the difference is an ox is a castrated male. Oh, there yeah. you go. So I'm I an ox. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well. That's what my wife says. <laughs> I thought she said you were hung like a horse. Oh, I have a, I have a story about that. Should I tell that? Well, that's I interesting. An ox is a castrated bull. Right. You can't have two bulls in the same field. It doesn't work. Right. Mm. And that's no bull. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where's the rim shot tonight? I gotta get the rim I, shot machine out. This is it, great. It really does show you how disconnected people like me are from the land, the world of their grand grandparents, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Where at the same time I used to be like you, Frank, and now I can walk across the street and pet a bull. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's quite awesome. I have to you admit. can walk right through a cow patty. Everyone knows what those are. I bet, well, I, I bet you 99 out of 100 people don't know what those are. If you ask I someone scoop, where I milk comes from, they say the grocery shot. store. Is, is, that, is that okay as well? A cow patty? Have you ever? Do you know what a cow patty is? Have you ever? I can tell I, you, we, you we don't used, get. We used to they're, pick they're them up and throw them in each other. They're not in the freezer section. <laughs> <laughs> a cow patty? Are we going once, mm -hmm. twice? Are we gonna? Is that... we we used to pick them up and throw them at each other. I, I know what that. I'm just. I'm wondering if they know what the what it that what that yeah. is. And you don't want a fresh cow patty. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that or the, like <laughs> my friends still tell the story of me saying, "Oh, that's fresh," and have this green crap yeah. all over my hands. Right. <laughs> this show is really slipping down into the. Well, speaking of slipping, let's go to the next topic, which is transgender okay. people. So I'm going to send you a link. Oh, wow. That's oh, how exciting that now, you're talking about. Just, Marcus, is, before we go further, is the um, Ukraine orphan orphanage story on your agenda today? No. So put that on your agenda. For, that's a really interesting story. Well, would you rather talk about that than the transgender stuff? I, I love transgender, so how could I let that go? Okay. Maybe if we have time. We, yeah, I know Tim is short on time tonight, so I'm going fast. Yeah, I've, this okay. is a school night. I do have to get okay. up, but I have a lot of energy tonight. I have to get up early because I'm being hauled before a tribunal at work for um, um, violating the mask policy at work. Really? Okay. <laughs> it's unreal. Unbelievable. Yeah. I just I just chewed a guy out today for wearing a mask or actually eight people today for wearing masks. Yeah, yeah they're 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 just ridiculous. I, I come to the point where uh you know I'm I'm starting to, to let them know how stupid they look. I went into to my bike shop today to get my bike fixed. The brakes were being fixed on it. So I, I go in there to pick up my bike 
and the guy comes out wearing a mask and he's got like an Os Osama bin Laden beard on. I said, yeah. how, how come how come you're still wearing a mask? I asked him. He said, well, you know, because I got fam older family at home. I, I said, I said, yeah, but the health officer said it's okay. You don't have to wear a mask anymore. Right. And he says, well, I'm triple vaxxed, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, and I, I, I like I just shook my head at him. I'm like. And then I, I took in today in Sydney, Nova Scotia it was beautiful. It was like 15 degrees today. So I took my bike out. I went for, for a ride to get some exercise. And I come to the stoplight and there's these eight uh, Indian students wearing their masks. And I tell them, take your masks off. You're outside, man. Like, you, you know, like you, you guys look ridiculous. And, and they, they didn't even they didn't take their masks off. They just kept on walking. And when the light turned green, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Unreal. Mm. But it's interesting that the guy said, I'm triple vaxxed and so I'm wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. no, that's not, he, that's not he, unbelievable. He's, no. he's basically acknowledging that he knows that he's made himself more vulnerable. Everyone, Frank, day. everyone I speak to, and I speak to a lot of people on boots on the ground who are masked up are vaxxed. There's no one who's unvaxxed wearing a mask. That's how I know, I know to stay away from people because they're vaxxed. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's just it, it like when he said, well, I'm triple vaxxed and, uh, you know, there's people uh, that, you know, live at home with me that are elderly and I'm trying to protect them. I'm like, dude, you just so, had three vaccines. You know, if you I had three tetanus shots. Yeah. If I had <laughs> imagine having imagine having three tetanus shots and getting tetanus. <laughs> what did you have a couple of what did you what did you guys have a couple of questions about the uh, technology about the tetanus shot? Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. These people are, they're off the rockers, man. But Tiago, that's what gaslighting is all about. Yeah. It's simple yeah. as that. And yeah. for those who don't know what gas, who are new to the show, gaslighting is basically lying, basically lying yeah. to make you seem like you're crazy for asking legitimate questions. And that's what mm -hmm. the vax and the mask is all about. Yes. It's total yeah, I totally gaslighting. agree with that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I, you know what? And that's, and that's okay. But I don't mind making them look stupid either. Mm -hmm. I tell them straight, like I told those students today, I said, you guys look ridiculous. Take your masks off. You know, you guys look absolutely ridiculous. You're outside. It's 15 degrees outside. It's a beautiful day. And you guys are all wearing your masks like a, like, you know, a herd of sheep walking down the sidewalk. It, it, you guys look nuts, man. You really look nuts. Mm -hmm. And it's those... just, it, there's, yeah, those timid mice will roar back at you in in less than six months' time when, you know, what's going yes. on with the vaccine is painted as being people not wearing their masks and and yes. um, yeah. and the unvaccinated harboring, you know, the growth factors for you know if only those last three people in the world got it, then that would be. Oh, absolutely! Be you're 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 a hundred percent right, Frank. In my area here, it's 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 crazy. It's absolutely the restrictions are all gone. I'll go to you know to the grocery store, and 90 percent of the people here have masks on in the grocery stores. And then when you know when they the cases start rising, you're right. These people are the what I call the dangerous people because they can yeah, turn it's, it's, you know they can dangerous. turn dangerous and 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 violent. And uh, you know I'm a big guy. I don't really you know I'm not really scared. But uh, the you know these these are they are dangerous people. And and the reason why is because they, you know they they really to me they don't have any critical thinking. Um, you know, they believe everything, you know, they believe the mass, the vaccines, the Ukraine war, they believe everything, you know, and you come to my area here, Frank, and it's, and there's uh, Ukrainian flags on every second home here. 
Yeah. Right. So it's it's my, it's, my, it's absolutely incredible. My my only the only thing that I slightly disagree with you about approaching people to tell them to take their mask off. I abhor anyone telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that they have their mask on. I, I'm not going to tell them any anything, but I hate it when someone tells me to put my mask on. Oh, so yes. I, yeah. I, I don't like it when so, I, I wouldn't like it if someone said, take your mask off. Yeah, I, generally, I, yeah, generally, I don't say beauty. nothing. I, generally, yeah. I don't say nothing. But it's just mm-hmm. it's sometimes I'm in that mood where I want to mm-hmm. give them a taste of their own medicine, mm-hmm. where for the last <laughs> year and a half. Yeah. For the last 22, 24 months, they've been busting my balls every time I went into a grocery store, when I went out, I'd have some Karen telling me, you know, yelling at me because I'm not wearing a mask. Right. So it's it, to me, it's just, you know, you know, you know, payback, payback sucks. Right. Yeah. So, you know, Karma's for me. Karma is a bitch, right? So I tell them, you look, I tell them straight, you look ridiculous. You you look absolutely ridiculous. And, and, and you know what? I don't care whether they got a mask on or not. To me, it doesn't really matter, matter but um, I just like breaking their balls once in a while. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it, get- I think it's also, it's a one-sided thing. If you think about it, as you said, for two and a half years now, we have been pummeled. That's why I want to get back to this transgender article. Right. We have been pummeled with their side telling us how to live our life. Yes. No one on TV is telling our side what we're thinking. It's a very one-sided fire hose of disinformation. Absolutely. So I understand your frustration. Absolutely. I also see where Tim's coming from. He, I don't. No one likes to be told what to do, and it does no good. They're not going to listen to you. You can show you can show them a stack full of research papers that are totally unbiased. Yeah. Because uh, I've gone through this with vaccines with my mother-in-law. And she's like, Marky, what do you know? You're not a doctor. And that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. It's tough. I think so, I think you have to understand, Marcus, that there are a lot of dangerous conspiracies on the internet that are dangerous to our democracy. <laughs> that's an inside joke. We need to explain that. That's do from we? that that's from the video that showed that Sin- video Sinclair. Single newscaster right from Sinclair Corporation. Yep. Saying all the same thing. Mm-hmm. So let me get to this transgender article, if I could, real quick, because uh, I think it's related. The headline is Trans, a Dangerous Youth Subculture. And then it goes on something like this. My teenage daughter has decided that she is trans. So all her friends, so have all of her friends. This is not real well written here. Not some of them, not most of them, every single one. She's never heard of trans, had no signs of gender dis. dis- until she was moved to a new, cool, trans-friendly school by her unsuspecting, politically liberal parents. There she met a group of geeky, or dare I say nerdy, smart, slightly but not very gender, non-conforming, artsy kids. As I understand it, they all discovered trans together. The old cis friends, cis is normal people, I'm guessing, were swiftly discarded in favor of this new, exciting peer group. And it goes on and on and on and on. Um, Before we discuss, I'm wondering if anyone here on the panel knows who the number one promoter of transgenderism is, and it is an agency of the government. Anyone want to take a stab at that? Of the uh, United States government? Actually, it's worldwide. And I'll, get, I'll give you a hint, Bill Gates. Oh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? No. 
No. PP. Uh, Another well, hint. PP. PP. Well, Frank said the education. Uh, I just assumed it's the education department. This is so... Planned Parenthood. Holy moly. Wow. If you type right. in Planned Parenthood, maybe you do this, Tim. Planned Parenthood. All right. Uh, let's see what I would put in. I would put in... Um, and the goal of Planned Parenthood is? Anybody? <laughs> the uh, termination of the uh, Homo sapiens. Sorry, say that again. The what of the Homo sapiens? Termination. Right. And I think I have a screensaver full of yaks. Or are they buffalo? No, they look like yaks. Are yaks? <laughs> you see that screensaver? Mm-hmm. So I would, I would type in gender. I would type in uh, what What do I need to know about trans health care? Planned Parenthood, what do I need to know about trans health care? And that should bring you to the article. So while Tim's looking that up, I was walking down and we, we travel every week and we were at the University of Delaware, one of the most liberal shitholes on the planet. And in the window was this huge poster about being confused and you can go to Planned Parenthood and get your transgender surgery and hormone therapy. And there you go. Look at this. Unreal. All those happy inverted, inverted people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but what's frightening about this article and about the reality of trans people, I can't believe I'm talking so politically correct right now, is that they literally are quote unquote normal and through a little bit of propaganda and pressure, they're willing to change their gender. Does anyone but me it, it, get blown away by it? You know it? what? The, the only thing you I've know what, heard... Is that the suicide rate is very high? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amongst these people. Mm-hmm. Well, and and what is your re what is your idea? Why is Bill Gates funded Planned Parenthood promoting this? Death. Well, you mean the, just, the the the, the well, lack of oh, well, the lack of uh, you know, too many people on the planet. Yeah. Do, well, the yeah the well known purpose of Planned Parenthood, at least at the beginning, was to was eugenics. That's right. And the Irish, the black, all kinds of groups of people that the British thought were inferior should not breed, should not reproduce. So the the inferior ethnicities, the ill, the anyone that has physical or mental disability should not be reproducing. So they were there to sterilize. And uh that was the goal. So this fits in. If you, if you don't want uh, young people reproducing, you can just inject them with the opposite hormone. It's going to really neutralize their sex organs. They're not. I would say most, most of these trans teenagers, especially, they're not going to go for the the surgery because that's extremely invasive, expensive, and not really reversible. But guess but, who guides them on that? Mm -hmm. Plant, but, but Planned Parenthood. But the hormones probably effectively neutralize their most fertile years. So even if they decided to switch back, they may have yeah. problems, A, because of the opposite hormones, and B, because by the time they switch back, they've passed the phase of the peak fertility. You know, as soon as you hit your 30s, and you can imagine... And they'll be wildly unattractive. 30s. Pardon me? They'll be wildly unattractive. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they'll be mentally unstable. They'll be physically unstable. Um, yeah. It's, it's just it's, to put putting. Can I just put a campaign, mental or physical? Can I put my favorite biblical hat on here? Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. issue is, from the biblical point of view, is these people are breaking the commandments. They are breaking the laws of of God. So if if my view is is that there is a you know strong religious component to all of these things anyway, you know from from the what I would call the other side, mm-hmm. and they um, they see the idea of dragging people through to hell with them as being a pretty good idea. They're going down, so we're going to drag as many as we can with them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where Uncle Odd Todd comes in. He always talks about crabs in the bucket. That That's exactly what you're describing. Yeah. yeah. yeah I have the other... Go ahead. Yeah, go yeah, the other issue here, I'll give you guys an example. Just yesterday here and where I live, in the Cape Breton in the Cape Breton Post, there was a missing persons report. And the uh, Cape Breton Regional Police put out put out uh, you know, so and so John Smith uh, missing for the last three days. We don't know where he is, we know we don't know where his whereabouts are. So the all the comments in the Facebook uh, post were outraged because they put an updated picture of, of of this guy he, he and he's now i guess now he's a girl um and that uh you know he's trans transgender and <laughs> so the whole community is up in arms because the police made a mistake that he's you know not a guy and now he's trans like it's just like it's bizarre to me man like uh, i don't know how you and guys now they're looking for it, two but, people uh, <laughs> but it's but it's just like it be easier it's, every, everybody's okay with this like everybody's mm-hmm. like you know, they're like they're teaching this at my daughter's school, right? They've mentioned this trans transgender nonsense to her, and uh, she's 13 years old, and it's just not cool, man. And uh, mm. I don't know, I don't know well, how you guys anti-human. feel about it. It's anti-human. That's what it is. Yeah, and if you are absolutely. against the human race, then you might support this, because if if you are from the Church of Gaia that worships Earth and you think that humans are the scourge of the Earth and it's going to kill Mother Gaia and it'll take everyone down, then you're going to do whatever it takes to promote anti-human activity. And the trans agenda is definitely anti-human, there's no doubt. Now, they couch it in acceptance and tolerance, but that's... that's... Yeah, but there's a, a lo- yeah, there's a large population of the regular, I guess, regular population who's not transgendered. They're all on board with this. You come to my community, and like ninety percent of the population here, they're they're on board. They love this transgender thing. They, do you know many? Uh, you know these transgender flags with the um, mm-hmm. the rainbow flags with uh, some symbol on there. There's tons of them here in my area. Well, I think the transgender was what we just saw: the pink and and baby blue, baby pink. Ba- Interesting. Those are the two baby colors: baby boy blue and baby girl pink. Interesting. How? Yes. It's it's really bizarre. It's I don't know. No, I, I it's not. It, uh, it's planned. It's 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 engineered. There's no mistake. Yeah. The color, the color scheme is on purpose. Th- and, those are those are baby colors. And the color scheme also matches what the United Nations has. They have mm-hmm. the same color scheme. For what? For tr- for the LGBTQ plus. Oh, well, I thought that was the rainbow flag. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, okay. there's some symbol on there. I don't even know what the, we're on the topic. 
I want to just get the panel's view on this. This is slightly related. Mr. E has gone into voice investigation, and he is transvestigating uh, this Ukrainian woman. And we have a, a topic on the Fakeologist forums by Dirty Benny. He brought it up, or he made a comment. And apparently this, this woman's, I think in her 30s, I think she said she was born in 1984. So you can do the math. Well, Trudeau can't do the math, but you can do the math. And so she's in her 30s, and Mr. E said the noise that comes out of this woman can't be from a woman, has to be a man. So let me just play a bit of it. Before you play and, it, Tim, let's remind yeah. people, last chance, last call for alcohol here. If you have a question for anyone on the panel, do so okay. in the chat, and I'll read them off. So go ahead, All Tim. Right. So this, that's a, supposed to be a woman. That's a nice voice. Everyone's enjoying the melody. Well, I can give you a practical contribution here. Well, hold on a sec. The punchline is about to come in. Now, I'm. this is supposed to be new metal, and uh, she was voice... So Mr. E is voice-vestigating this person because he thinks this person's a trans or a um, an, an androgyne, a, a transgender. Now, I watched... I, I spent an hour and a half listening to an interview with her today, and I I don't think she is a transgender. I mm -hmm. just think they're, they're using electronic uh, yeah, dubbing that's for all voice. That's all now, Mrs. Fakeologist said that right away, but I believe Dirty Benny thinks that no, this is a woman that has this is a man transit trans or being shot up with male hormones. But I just think it's um, I think it's just a fake act myself. Yeah, but uh, it's it's want... a you can press a button and turn anyone's voice into that. That's oh, what I could did. do that on my panel now, but I don't know which button to press actually. Now that I think about it, right. <laughs> I'll I'll quote yes. what my wife says all the time because every other day at the dinner table I'm like, is yes, this is this yes, a dude yes. or is this a chick? Me with the uh, voice changer right here. There you go. <laughs> so then the question is okay. for everyone, what does it matter? Why are you so obsessed with what whether someone's a girl or a boy? It's the deception. Okay, because, the deception. because it's a deception. Yeah, we people are being deceived into behaving very strangely. At, by the modeling these people are putting out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it causes, a, um, you know, for young women today, they are really yes, a mess. They are a mess. Yes, yes. So we have a question from Dirty Benny, question for Frank. It says, I would like to hear his thoughts on the apparent proximity of your sun and moon to your physical body. Yeah, wow. okay. Uh, so my thoughts are 
the long the long story, Dirty Benny, is that um, again, Marcus was the first person that started me thinking about this. Um, when I realised that as a mining engineer, everything I never applied the curve to anything, and I was doing some flying lessons at the same time, realising that all the way you guide an aircraft is on the basis the Earth is flat. That really took me in a whole new way of thinking about the world. And now, really, when you look at the sun and the moon, as you, as we talked about the other night on Ab's show, the moon does not look 300,000 miles away, does it? And the sun, um, if it was 93 million miles away, then a slight rotation of the earth couldn't cause winter and summer conditions. It's That's... Bingo. The stories, are, right. the stories are a bit ludicrous. Right. I mean, you could say, yes, slightly less time in the sun and all that sort of stuff. doesn't make any sense, nor does the, if you like, the uh, complete asymmetry of the climate north and south of the equator. At any, at any point uh, north, say 30 degrees north compared to 30 degrees south, it's a much cooler climate 30 degrees south compared to 30 degrees north. And, you know, there are, Vladivostok, I think, is past 70 degrees north. There's nothing further south than 52 degrees. There's no people living south of 52 degrees. It, it, it's very obvious to me that this, the sun's influence is local. And the moon, mm -hmm. I mean, like the other night, the full moon, it, Anyone that thinks that thing is 300,000 kilometres away or whatever it is, 246,000 miles, it, 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 you know, that is just cognitive dissonance. Totally. They, they're just unable to break out of the, the mindset. And then you guys did a show four or five days ago together where you all saw almost the full moon in opposite sides of the earth. Yeah. Tim saw it in Canada, full moon. Frank, you saw yours in Australia, in Geely, yeah. in Australia. And then there was someone else who was on the call who took a picture. Were, were they in Australia too? There he was, yeah. He was, in he was on the yeah. other side of Australia. He was on no, the... No, he's not. He's not. He's just a little bit north of me. Doesn't matter. You can throw well, that person's away. Macquarie's on the Gold Coast. Yeah, but that's just... Well, it's it's on the same side of Australia, though. Oh, okay. But you're on the south side, are you not? Aren't you on the I, I'm southwest? I'm on the south. And he's I'm on the, the south northeast. side of Chicago. Yep. He's southwest. He, you're southwest. He's northeast. I beg to differ. I'm southeast. Southeast. Oh, you're southeast. Okay. So the punchline, because I see more questions, is the punchline is it's impossible. How is it possible to see almost a full moon in Canada at the exact same time as in Australia? Who who can answer that? Well, I think it's reflected off the dome. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I, that's what I think is going on. I oh, think you think there is a dome? Uh, and the reason oh. I think there is a dome is it's not possible to have an atmosphere without some starting pressure. That the atmospheric, the, the static atmospheric pressure at any point is equivalent to the weight of the air directly above that point. If you take the cap off, if there was a vacuum of space, the cap of the air would all fly away. Mm -hmm. There has to be a lid to have an atmosphere 
which gets more compressed with depth. That's just a fact. And I and I discussed that topic in my blog called Atmosphere. Mm. And by the way, I haven't I have many, many very, very uh, well educated people in my life. They've all given up in disgust and frustration over this conversation, but have been unable to disprove what I've said. What, what does that mean? What, say that. What do you mean by that? What, what it means is you, you, we can't have an atmosphere the way we have it. The, the experience you're having with, with your, your, the weight of the atmosphere uh, getting greater the deeper you are below the dome. That without a lid on the atmosphere, the atmosphere would just fly away. No, no, I, I'm saying what kind you couldn't have this discussion with your friends. What would you mean by that? Uh, no, no. So I had the discussion. My friends say to me, you know, why do you think that? And I'll explain the situation where, you know, that you have to have any air pressure. I go through a, a detailed discussion in my blog where I talk about having a pipe that's going uh, infinitely high or you, know, you seal off the end and you start drawing air out of the pipe, eventually you'll get to zero atmosphere in that pipe. If you have a zero pressure at the top of the pipe, there is no way to maintain any air in that pipe. It's not possible. There always has to be a lid to hold the air in. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. And if there is a, there is a barometric map, I'll, and I'll paste a, a link to it, which shows that the air pressure around the South Pole is um, at the lowest point. So all the way around the South Pole, the air pressure, the barometric air pressure, is the lowest in the world, which is consistent with having a... Um, a dome that edge that ends somewhere around the um, the North Pole, and I'll pa- I'll put that picture up now for you. If I can work out how to paste it into this website, let's let's ask if uh, Tiago has any opinion on this. Want to get him back into the conversation mm-hmm. if we could? Mm-hmm. No, you guys are doing good. <laughs> I'm more of an expert on gravity, but. Uh... Yeah, gravitational forces. But uh, what Frank's saying uh, is really uh, pressure mediation is what that is. So, yeah, I think he's uh, he's correct on that. But, uh, yeah. Now, how do I paste a picture in, guys? Do you, can you help me with that? Just go to the private chat, and then Tim will have yep. to open it. No, there's a private chat that I have uh, to. Uh... I, okay, so what I can do is I can send you a link. Yep, I'll send you a yeah, link. Send me this. a link, and I'll look at it. So Marcus, now we, got, I'm we sorry. got to all the super show topics that you wanted to. That's it. No, I, I was I wanted to save the third, final third for the questions, and that's where we're at right now. How much more time okay. do you have, Tim? At twenty minutes. Okay. There's, so there's well, no... can I t- can I briefly talk about this orphanage thing then? Because yeah, I've never heard of it. That is fascinating. So it turns out I watched a um, video the other day where he this fellow is talking about how the orphan trains of the 1800s were around. You would have heard about all those orphan trains. Um, and he was saying that right now in the English-speaking world, Canada, USA, Australia, UK, there are no orphanages operating. 
not a single mm -hmm. one. But right now, streaming out of the Ukraine are tens of thousands of orphaned children. Mm -hmm. Okay. And and he points out that they're all blonde, blue-eyed children. Okay. Where are they streaming out of from in the Ukraine? Are there baby-making well, factories? Is that what you're implying? Well, that's what he's saying. Well, that's oh. what he was implying, that there oh, are these okay. orphanages. There are hundreds of orphanages in the Ukraine. Well, maybe those are the bioweapons. Isn't isn't that really fascinating? Has anyone heard of this before? No. Nope. Well, well I've know, heard. I have a friend. Uh, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Tiago. Go ahead. No, you go. No, I have a I have a friend uh, who um, who lives in the Ukraine and Nikolaev, and uh, he supports and uh, regularly goes to one of these orphanages there. Um, so I, you know, I. And he 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 does uh, concede what Frank's saying there that there's you know many many different orphanages and uh, just in Nikolaev the uh, southwestern part of the Ukraine so yeah I don't know where they're all coming from. Mm -hmm. Does so, that mean that their parents abandoned them or their parents were killed or both? It uh, well a lot of the uh, a lot of the children uh, the it, it's possible but from. From what he was telling me, that a lot of the uh, parents uh, were alcoholics, drug addicts. There is a lot of drugs in that part of the country, um, and they just they just don't have the money to to care for the the uh, children or child. So then uh, they just drop them off at the orphanages. Okay. Now, what's happening with the quote unquote war? And I do not believe there is a war. Going, I think it's a CGI war. Most wars are. Is that you have the men who are being forced to stay back to fight the war? And the women and the children are 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 now immigrants. Could there well, be no. something he, connected he, to that? He, he is saying that it's that it's largely children, orphan children. Mm. Yeah. Well, my Polish friend and Polish is Poland is on the border, northern border. Yep. He said he has a contact there who just took in a Polish mother and child into his house. Mm -hmm. So there's. He, he says Poland is taking in a million women and children from the Ukraine, even though Incredible. they're not necessarily the best of friends due to World War II. There's a there's enough humanitarian type poles that are taking in Ukrainians. So I, I, I think I, I think there is a conflict. There has been a conflict in the eastern Ukraine for a long time. I believe there um, many, many things are happening. In this conflict, I think uh, war is more of a strategic demolition and relocation of people. And I think they really want to take over. Yeah, control, demolition, and strategic location, relocation. And I think they want to take control of the breadbasket of Europe. And I've heard that the farm production has been quite low just because the, the Ukrainians that are the farmers are not... Um, don't have the best equipment or didn't have the best equipment. So they just want to corporatize those farms like they are all around the world and just take them over. And just the globalists really want to get their digital ID system in there to track people coming in and out of the Ukraine, probably mostly out, and just take control, corporate control of the, the food area, the breadbasket well, of the Europe. The ancillary question, Ab, is why are there no orphanages in the Anglosphere. I, 
that was something that never even occurred to me. No orphanages. Well, maybe the, maybe abortion is just more accessible in the West. I think that's the I, easiest answer. Sure, but I mean, doesn't doesn't it seem incredible to you that there are no orphanages in Australia, in Canada, in England, in the USA? None. No, because I like think they've really got a handle on the population. They've really got yeah. a handle on birth control. They've really got a handle on abort, including an in, in abortion is definitely part of the birth control arsenal. They've got the transgender going. They've got the mind control on young people. They've got young people concentrating on careers over. I think there's a shortage of babies in the West, and the, the West would implode without immigration. I really, even though some people think that's a conspiracy, I. I think if you want to keep the Ponzi scheme of a growing economy going, you need to bring in just bodies. And in Canada, as as, as Diego just said, they bring in bodies, young bodies from Southeast Asia and Canada by way of the education system. Yeah, where Frank. Yeah. Our, yeah. Our, our education system would collapse. Well, there's, there's, there's four or 500,000 Indians a year that come into Australia that way. Yeah. 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 Well, we're the same here. Yeah, Frank, also with the orphanages in the Ukraine, uh, just picture this. Let's say, for example, uh, you know, you had a, a couple of parents here, you know, who were drug addicts. Uh, the kid couldn't stay with them. They right away, they go to social services. They get put with a family, you know, most most often than not. Here in my province, they do. They, they'll get put with a family who will take care of them or a family member yeah, in the foster, Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, they go into foster care, right? So in the Ukraine, they don't have those financial resources like we do over here, right? So it's it's very taxing for Ukrainian I, I, families. Sorry, to... I am amazed, Tiago, that you yeah. said that such and such a country doesn't have the financial resources. You know the as well Uk as I do that that's that's a decision that they make. Mm -hmm. No, I, look, I, you know the yeah. Well, the you're, are you talking about the Ukrainian people? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the idea that there is not enough money in a particular country. Oh, okay. No, yeah. L listen, I, I I understand what you're saying. Absolutely. But uh, so it's a, the... so it's a it's a decision being made. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I agree. Engineered. It's an engineered situation. So it just shows to me that when I heard this particular these facts, what it says to me is, wow. These guys have engineered. The Ukraine to be some kind of baby factory, close mm -hmm. down um, baby making at all in the Anglosphere, and it just looks like there's a whole bunch of new robots coming in. These global resets are real, or these these flat Earth resets are real. Is really what I'm trying to say here. Yep, I want to respect Tim's time. He's got about ten minutes, and we got a great yep. question. And I also want to go back to the map. That Frank posted, if we can go back to that, Tim. Frank, can you give us like the the elevator picture of what this map is showing us? Okay, so if you have a look at that elevator picture, you'll you'll see that down at the Antarctic end of the of the um, sphere of the ellipsoid they're showing, the lowest temperatures, the lowest barometric pressures, I should say, are there. Mm -hmm. And the highest barometric pressures exist up in the up in the um, northern hemisphere. hemisphere the far northern hemisphere so now let's imagine there's a dome over our head but probably more likely i'm a, you know if we take the old model there's a mount Nehru where the north pole is it's not a, it's not a vacancy it's a 
it's a magnetic mountain up there and there's a dome coming into it and the highest point is going to be somewhere near the Canadian border the highest point of the dome so the maximum air pressure because the air pressure the static barometric air pressure at any point is equal to the height of the column of air directly above that point vertically above mm-hmm. so the the dome is going to be at its highest point around about where the US Canada border is you know on that in that latitude and it comes to touch the earth somewhere after this 70 or 80 degrees you'll notice that there's no measurements further south than 60 degrees or 65 degrees south absolutely fascinating whereas the measurements for the north go right up to the 75 there is a huge problem with the south the southern area of their globe there's huge problems that are unexplained well as i said to me we don't know the facts but the model of the flat earth map as put out by gleason or whatever they want to say which constantly gets reviled with a dome over the top certainly supports a whole bunch of issues but particularly the, the one about barometric air pressure very clear cut and the other one is international shipping there is no international shipping between countries in the southern hemisphere it takes me i i ship internationally through i sell salt in containers i can send us a, a container of salt to malaysia it takes two days on the globe that's the same distance to santiago but it takes 70 days to get the container to santiago and it has to go through korea first wow okay so can't go this away that's my most versus this ball so this i want to get to, i want to get to the last question because again i want to respect tim's time and it's a great question from pepper also known as joe thank you joe for giving your real name and the question for the panel is please explain why you believe or don't believe in agenda 21 and or agenda 2030 who wants to take that one first okay so i it's in geelong the plan's called um was called Geelong 21, towards Geelong 21, something like that. And um, I played badminton with a woman that works with the city council. And she was telling me about these policies in, and I said, oh, that's just straight out Agenda 21 stuff. She said, no, 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 no. It's not about Agenda 21 at all. It's a completely different thing. I said, what's it called? She said, Geelong 21. (laughs) And I looked at her (laughs) and you could see her expression change in front of my eyes when she realized what she was saying mm. you know it's 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 here yeah it's done through the local councils it's not done through any it's all done through local government as far as i can work out right Diego, you want to take this one yeah um you know, you know, do I believe it? Yeah, absolutely. It's going through and they're right on course uh, for doing it. And Frank, uh, you know, when he says uh, they're doing it through the local governments, that's why uh, Klaus Schwab there, our, our friend there, uh, stated that uh, we've penetrated the cabinets. Um, and really what that means, he, he's penetrated local governments all, all across Canada and Australia. Oh, oil just went through 200. Everyone off. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the alarm. That's the bat phone. 
You're kidding, but right? Yeah. You're you're kidding about the oil at 200, right? What's is it going to 200? Is no, it no. Tim said it's over 200. You're kidding about oh, that, I, right, Tim? No, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, making a, I'm making a joke because that's a standing right prediction for Tiago, and his alarm went off in the middle of his. Uh, oh, I see. I thought it was your alarm. I didn't understand. Okay. No, it, it wasn't mine. mine. It was. It wasn't mine. <laughs> was it yours? Okay, no. Frank. Frank's making it playing all the sound effects tonight. Sorry. Okay, so Tiago, you're you're on board. There's definitely Agenda 21, whatever you want to call it. Great reset, fourth industrial revolution. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. 110 percent. Yeah, yep. and 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 everything that you're seeing psychological wise and all all this stuff going on around us, I think, um, is part and parcel of uh, getting to that mission of uh, 2030. You know, whatever whatever that entails, whatever that's going to look like. Um, but we're definitely, uh, you know, especially Canada, Australia, certain parts of the United States. Um, absolutely. And what say you, Tim? What's the question again? I'm just, I was just, um, saying goodbye to Xmas Eve, Eve, who is saying I'm a shill. He's here to, she or he's here to listen to you. So I was just trying out the block feature on YouTube. Oh. Let me know how it works. Xmas Eve, if you don't mind. And if you can't reply, oh, well. The question is, go ahead. It is is Agenda 21 a real deal or no? And in what way? It's really happening. It, I see it implemented in my sustainable city. It is happening on a local level. That that was the communitarian international communist goal is to make it grassroots or astroturfed. And it's definitely happening. We have uh, bus lanes and bike lanes where there's absolutely no buses or no bikes. So they're just like they build cities in China before the people come. And sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. But uh, they're way ahead of... They're, they, they often put the cart before the horse. And uh, next thing you know, there's going to be 75 condos here in suburbia where I live up and down the vacant lanes so yeah it's definitely happening and we see sustainable sdgs this city 21 this the city 2030 that kind of thing so for sure the, the the main the main thing i don't like about it is it's centrally controlled and it's it, it's basically saying that these technocrats based in davos or central europe they're smarter than every single local area Hmm. which means they want to manage the earth from top to bottom, east to west, north to south. Mm -hmm. And if people are okay with technocrats from far away ruling them, which is the very reason why people got away from the king, because they didn't want to A, pay taxes to the king, and B, be told by the king what to do, um, then this this is the same thing. It's just cloaked in different language and the language is to save the earth they're saying everything they're doing will save the earth and not everyone wants to be saved and not everyone thinks that humans are the scourge of the earth Mm -hmm. and the idea of concentrating everyone in the super cities in a country as vast as canada and as vast as the united states is ridiculous as you know if you i know you travel a lot most of North America is uninhabited. Yep, empty. Now, most of most a lot of Canada is inhospitable. Yep. It's still inhabitable. Yep, because of technology, we can heat things and make it 
make humans able to survive um, year 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 wide year long in in cold climates. But uh, the idea that we all have to stack and pack ourselves up into very tight little boxes is insane. And actually, it can't it can't probably be very good. As we know, we know intensive farming is really not good for the land. We know that the little pig farms that used to, for instance, dot the land are much better for the earth than the super concentrated CAFOs, which are confined animal feed operations where they have pigs upon pigs upon pigs that are generating rivers of waste. Now, we now that is not natural and that is not good for the earth. So if it's not good for animals, why would we stack and pack humans 75, 90 stories high? Just imagine all that waste in that one, that one column of glass that has to be processed in that small little area. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. What it annoys is... me the most about it, Tim, mm -hmm. is that there's a very elaborate system of white porcelain collection points and pipes, etc., that collect all of that valuable nutrient right and then, and then they just wreck it and tip it out mostly out to sea right you know well, that, they, they, at they the very least that, that nutrient should be going around and around circulating mm -hmm. around that's true it's utter madness what goes on joe asked a follow-up question which will be my answer which is i would like to have some kind of website or reference point i could use to speed me up to these beliefs i'm assuming he means beliefs of Agenda 21 being real. Uh, uh, where do I begin? Uh, if you listen to my podcast from 2008 on, I've been talking about this since then. Uh, I, and I wasn't the first to start talking about this. The first one that I stumbled upon talking about it was Alan Watt. Highly recommend going to cuttingthroughthematrix.com. is a website. Again, I'll post this in the show notes, whether it's on Tim's site at fakeologist.com or at my site at escapethenewnormal.com. Just click on the Marcus Allen Show. And uh, another one that I would look at is the World Economic Forum. It's weforum.org. And they literally, if you can read, they're telling you exactly what their plans are. Now, and I want to circle back a little bit, and then I want to let Tim go because he's, he's going to get some sleep. Circle back to what I originally started off with today, which is, Okay, so those digital IDs passes, which is part of Agenda 21, which is now called the Re Reset, it didn't happen last year. So the, then the question is, and I'll leave this as a rhetorical open-ended question is, are they are their plans not working? Are p too many people waking up? Don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that We can go on for an hour on that, but, you know... Anyone want to take a, like a 30 second stab on that? Our, yeah, the, the, the agenda's cracking along at a, exactly as I expected. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> One, no, without question, it's it's going according to plan, no problem. Mm -hmm. And any any hiccups that they have, they have the centrally banked paid police to enforce whatever they got to enforce. So yeah. nobody's not going to be doing anything. There's not a lot of waking up. They say that waking up is hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in my area here, there's no waking up. Mm -hmm. There, there's none, none of that. Maybe in the United States, in certain certain areas, I don't know too much about Australia. It looks like they're kind of like Canada, but uh, here, uh, here in Canada, there's no waking up, and so things are humming along just perfectly for them. 
And with that said, it's going to be time to say goodnight. So uh, Tim likes to get some sleep before at least before 10 o'clock, and that's what yeah. we're going to strive for. So, Tim, I appreciate you being on the call. Frank, we appreciate you being on the call. Diego, I appreciate you being on the call. This was a wonderful first attempt at the Super Show format. If you yeah. would like to see more Super Shows like this, you can contact Tim at uh, – it's I-M-A, correct? I-M-A at fakeologist.com. Send them off an email. Uh, if you know someone, that would be a great guest for us to have. If you are very good at talking and are level-headed, we'd love to have you. And uh, Tim will forward that on to me. And like I said, I'll post all the websites in the show notes so we don't have to take any more time on that. Uh, finally, if you'd like to donate to Tim's show, you can go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate, which you can see right there in the screen. If you're listening to me on my podcast, whether it's on Apple or Stitcher or I'm um, even on, I just found out I'm on Amazon. Uh, what's that one where you have to pay the the audio? What's that called? Spotify. Uh, uh, what's it called? Spotify. Not Spotify. Audible. It's on Audible. Audible, yeah. Yeah, so they're mm -hmm. taking my free feed and they're monetizing it. Isn't that, they're just great at making money. Anyway, with that yeah. said, everyone yeah. have a great, everyone have a great night. It was really enjoyable. I really had a blast and I'll talk to you next time on the Super Show. So take care. Enjoy life and I'll talk to you next time.